sexuality advocate and empowerer and I'm all about demystifying and deep de- de- shamifying is a word uh, sex and self-love and masturbation and all the fun things in life um, and you can find me on Instagram at we are on girls and now we are joined by Maya we have the <laughs> who's, who's joining us from the early uh, from the young group <laughs> of the team what guys I found my well I am, these aren't mine but I found my airpods Woo-hoo. <laughs> right Miss Maya really is in her house yes but, uh, is my internet sucky right now or is it something else because I look like I have four bars and full internet, but I'm choppy. So, oh, thank goodness right now. Come on, internet. What's going on? Okay. Where are you? Are you at grandma? And Miss Maya haven't been able to join us yet, right? Is that, or is that just my, my phone? Hmm? This is the hardest part about the van life thing. You just never know when the internet is working. How about now? Am I back? Hey, you've been here the whole time? Well, she's frozen now. Oh, oh no. Female <laughs> um, <Female> sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> just, hear, just hear bits and pieces of what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I'm back. How about now? Is it any better? Oh, we can hear you. We just can't see. We, we see a still frame. Oh. Right. You're frozen. Anyway, I don't know well, what else to say. Everything looks like I'm on full speed, but I am apparently not. And Miss Maya is trying to dial in. Can you see Maya? Yeah, yeah. Maya's here, yeah. Oh, it's me then. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, no. Oh. Let me just restart. Okay. Well, let's go on with the show. Keep going, and we'll see what we can do. Oh. <laughs> is, is it... You lead it on, Kat. All right. Well, so, I mean, we wanted to talk about setting boundaries, right? Um, And and in particular, in a sexual situation and in a kinky kinky sex situation. 
I mean, of course, like boundaries are boundaries no matter what situation. But I think it's especially important when you are in a situation where you might be testing things that you normally wouldn't say yes to in real life. So let's say you're in a rough sex situation. You can totally be down for that, but it doesn't mean you have to be down for everything. And you definitely need to be able to set those boundaries because some people will just you know, take liberties with that. Um, I don't know, have you ever been in a situation like that, Maya? Um, oh, oh my God, okay. Maya? I know. <laughs> well, can you hear me all right? Can you hear me? We can, we can hear you, me. I can hear both of you. Um, I can see you. So you're coming back now. I can see you a little bit more now. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. oh there you uh, are. Thanks for starting us there. But, you know, um, well, actually, if you really know kink and this whole kink world, like the yeah. whole BDSM, bondage, dominatrix, sadism, and masochism, um, that's the number one rule. rule. The, yeah. the number one thing to start from is clear, clear contracting clear designing alliance clear boundary setting clear communication however when when vanilla sex people sorry don't mean to insult anyone but that's just the term that's (laughs) being called you know when when vanilla sex people that you know the one that that are mostly sex out there uh (laughs) that you know you get drunk and then you're like oh i don't know let's get it on yeah let's fuck and and do all these things without clear communication clear desire clear um speaking of what you want and then you end up in a rough sex kind of moment and you don't even know what you want and then the guy or the girl is doing something to you that you didn't want and it was hurting but one number one you don't you don't have the power or the 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 self-worth to speak up and say no that's not okay or to stop the uh, to stop action and the other person doesn't have the trained listening and respecting skills so then things are done to you and you're walking away going hopefully you walk away alive but you walk away going shit what just mm-hmm. happened there that really hurts i didn't like that and your face looked like this instead of oh baby that was awesome bring me some more right so that that's what we're here talking about <laughs> it's like don't do that ever again don't ever let yourself be in that situation again yeah wow. absolutely <laughs> I know you're so fast. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right because it's most people that are coming in are the people, the worst people I've found. Uh, I mean, I'm although I'm not a technically kinky person, I'm also I wouldn't class myself as vanilla either. I'm in the middle, I guess. But yep. mm-hmm. I I know a lot of people who even go to kinks parties and they say they're you know they say oh I'm a dom or whatever, but they do not practice the actual like consent and boundaries and clear like rules that should underpin everything like you said within the kink community and i think those people end up giving that kind of t- style of sex or that attitude of sex a bad reputation and it's, those people are not really in that community because like that is like you said it's number one and they're not so. actually 
let's take it out of the community and let's just apply, like you said, you know, there's a lot of us, me included, are in that 80% um, place of, you know, we're normal vanilla people. We don't identify with like, oh, I have to have a collar around my neck, so, like I'm worthy in the world, anything like that, right? <laughs> um, we're just normal people who likes a little rough sex, a lot of passion, a little, you know, just anything out of the norm. Yeah, anything yeah. out of just your missionary and uh, position. So when that happens, you know, this is what drives me crazy is that we potty train people when we are little so that we learn how to go pee and poop. We teach uh, ourselves, our children, how to eat and all the stuff, use a fork or chopsticks. But when it comes to sex, we all go, la, 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 I, don't talk to me about your sex, you know. The kids don't want to know about the parents' sex life. The parents don't want to know about the kids' sex life. I'm like, how did we go hands off right there? So this is what drives me nuts is that we don't have education around sex. And then we watch porn when we're like eight or 11 or 15 or whatever. And then we think that is sex. So porn becomes um, sex education for people, which is so horrible because um, uh, on one hand, porns tap into our desires that we didn't even know we had, but mostly porn are just actors acting out things without really good boundaries <laughs> it's just so horrible absolutely yeah yeah i mean actually I, 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 I'm from a younger... so that you can jump in because <laughs> I, mean, I can go on as you can tell <laughs> like maya what, what's your experience from a younger generation are you know more of the people that you're having sex with are they more uh upfront about setting boundaries or are you know like people into who are maybe more open towards kink kinky sex, are they actually like setting those boundaries? Are they asking you your boundaries? Like what's your experience? Well, okay. So why one... can't I hear her? Is it me or is it her? I can hear her, yeah, I can hear her. Oh shit, I can't hear her at all. So I'm like, where is she? <laughs> so I try and talk and you're like, yeah, no, no, no. so strange. <laughs> oh, she can't hear that anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, I think my generation, or or people my age are on like Can twenty. Can you tell me what she's saying? But, um, oh that's God. gonna be difficult because then I'll speak over her as well. Oh, okay. She, you know what? I'm going to like jump out. You guys keep going, and I'll jump back in and see what happens. Okay, let's see that works. I hope I can do that without killing the show. But carry on. Okay. Uh, all right. So. Like the people that I've been with are more on my age, obviously they're around 20. And for the most part, we don't really like talk about like, okay, so what's, you know, what's uh, like, what's okay, what's not okay, what I'm comfortable with. But that's mostly just because all these guys are like still vanilla. Like they haven't mm. experienced anything and they don't know what they're doing. So most of the time, I'm fine with whatever happens because I'm the one who actually wants more. And like, I'm the one who's like, come on, like, do this him. to me, do, do, do this. And they're like, really? Like, I don't want to hurt you. And I'm like, oh my God, come on. Like, so for me, like, I, I need, I need to ex expand the boundaries. I need them to come to me and like, 
you know. So, so you need to ask them for their boundaries then. Yeah, I have the opposite yeah. problem where I'm like, come on, mm. let's go. Oh, that's uh, Yes, I can, and I can oh, see you. Good. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think for you, and, and actually, actually, I see this in a lot of my clients too, is that we end up playing with people who are not qualified to play with us. Oh, yeah. They're obviously. too young and immature for us. And they are actually beginners, and they're practicing on us. That's bad. This is that phase. It's gross. It's, it's gross. But wait, it's how gross. do we know that they're like that until we have sex with them? Because some people right. are very like good at hiding it, you know. Like some True. people can be yes, I talk know. Talk, you know. I mean, I, I, I think you I know, no blame on them. Up. You know, like you got to no. learn. Fair enough, but like, yeah. Well, mm. but but I think that's where our clear boundaries and our ability to speak up really is important like if you're in you're getting into it with them and then you realize that oh shit this is my student not my teacher right so then you have to stop action and have a good clean clear conversation it's like you know why have to stop action and up to now we're in this <laughs> this belief that you and i are equal and we're gonna like play and pleasure each other but what i'm seeing is that you actually don't know what you're doing hello wake the fuck up right and then it's like oh, it's okay you know i we could turn this into like an ex show and tell experiment so that you can learn and grow or we can call it a day because this is not going to work for me why can't we say things like that right wow. i mean i saw your faces and and it's like of course, you, of course, that seems so, oh, I can't say things like that, but why not? It's so important for us to be able yeah. to say shit like that. That's what boundaries is, right? And it's important for them to know <laughs> that whatever you think you're doing, that's not it. Like, they're all like, oh, yeah, I'm so good. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. And, and, and you're like, mm. yeah, Ooh. those people definitely need bringing down a peg. I think, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's definitely a, we should be able to say it. I guess it's just about like how we say it um, of course if a guy is just totally arrogant then I'm less worried about hurting him <laughs> but yeah I mean like you know I, I once was with a guy and I really felt at the end of it like I felt like I was maybe one of his first like if not his first one of his first few mm -hmm. and you know like you're kind of like you're going along with it for a while and I think the difficulty is for a lot of people women and people with vaginas they're used to bad sex you know yeah like especially even even on the first day you know or the first time you have sex even if somebody's experienced it doesn't mean that they're going to be good with you because generally we tend to be a little bit more complicated to figure out like we're not complicated but we're more complicated in comparison to people with penises to, to pleasure us so I think no matter who it is, somebody with experience or without, like setting some guidelines, helping them and setting some boundaries is just always helpful, no matter how much experience they have, because they still could be shit. It could be like, they just don't know your body, you know? You know, I think I think I have something. You were asking a question earlier, like, how do we know? How do we know if this guy knows what he's doing or not? Easy. You can know by asking him questions, like, and by listening to them. If mm. in your first few conversation and you're talking to them and they're not asking you, so 
What is it that you want? What, is, what do you like? When it comes to sex, what, what, what are you into? If they don't know to ask you those questions, that's clue number one, that this guy is not a good player. First of all, they're not paying attention to you. They don't care enough. There's too much in their own ego. Sex and ego, bad combination, right? So, of course, sex always brings up ego and all that stuff. So we have to, um, that those conversations are so important because they give you a clue as to who you are going to be playing with. And if they don't know, then the second question we should ask them is, so tell me. What can you do with your hands? Then the kids don't lie. <laughs> no, but oh, yeah, you can I, I spot a saying. lie yeah. right away. Yeah. If they don't know, no. you know, their yeah. voice will be fluffy. Like, true. oh, baby, I'm going to do this, right? But if they know the woman's body, they will be able to explain it in detail and what they can do and how that can do for you now you have a sense of what this person experiences now unfortunately there's one thing that gets in the way you know what that is attraction to them or liking them or... yes ding ding most of the time women choose men because they look hot not because they know mm. what they're doing i think and they are because yeah. he's so hot that whole attraction thing kills us, man. When you are attracted to someone, you just feel stupid. Go ahead, Maya. Jump in. I'll make space. Uh, well, <laughs> I was just going to say, I think you, okay, well, of course you have a point. <laughs> like always. But I'm, I'm like, okay, she is kind of right. She is kind of right. Because the only one. How am I right? And then tell I... us your other point. Yeah. Well, so about. You know, if if they can talk about it and if they ask you what you're into and if they explain what they're into and if they're actually like willing to talk about it and they have words to say that actually make sense. And, you know, uh, then yeah, I think I think that does mean that they know a, a little bit more of what they're doing than the other ones, because the only guy this is after my ex. Right. The only one that we've actually asked each other questions about it and talked about it and been really open with. That's the only one that's actually been like, okay, good. yeah, like we've had a, we had a really good connection during it. It's just like overall really well. Obviously, there's some things that, you know, you can improve on, but it's like, okay, the rest are just like, don't say anything, just do it. And you're like, but then okay. I must say it's also different culturally, right? You guys are from the US, okay, may you're kind of half from the US, but you know, I'm from a talkative country as well, not quite as talkative mm. as the US and not quite as upfront as the US. I now live in Germany where people are way less communicative. So expressing things, even about sex, about sex is, is almost impossible. That's Whereas like, you know, for example, my partner right now is, 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 very, is a very good lover, but like would never, ever, ever have the confidence or like the, it's not normal to talk. It's, let me it, to to kind of explain it in a good way. It's like if if some if a conversation isn't um, efficient or isn't like for a purpose. I mean, of course, this is a purpose. It's not really something you have. So I think it can really depend. I think you've got to read the person and read where they're from. And I 
you know, you're from the same, same, same background, it'll make it easier. But I would definitely say it's still, sorry, it's Kat, still I'm good gonna to bust this up. I'm sorry. Hold on. Go for it. <laughs> there is no such thing as a communicative society. When it comes no, to is. sex, <laughs> well, and relationship too. No, there isn't. Trust me, in California, people are stupid around talking about sex and what they want too. We all have been trained that way. I, oh honey, I travel around the world working with different clients and I thought that it is that way, but no, people in California say, oh, well, you know, but you're from LA, I'm from the North, so we don't talk like that. It's not true. You don't. And then people in LA say, well, but we're from LA and you're from the North and LA people just don't talk like that. We are just not, we're private people. I go to Boston. Oh, well, we're Bostonian. We don't talk like that. We're private people. Only Californians do that and so on and so forth. I mean, I've been to Azerbaijan. I've been to Sweden. I've been to Vietnam. I've been to, oh my God, Korea, everywhere. No one talks openly about sex. That's no, nobody does. the show, yeah. guys. Right? Absolutely, you're I mean, right. Like, you're we're right. trying to like help people to find words to speak and say, oh, before we go in, I need to find out a little bit more about your sexual history, your preference. What do you know? What do you bring into the table? Where am I at? You should know where I'm at. We don't talk about that because we have all these shame in our head around what we like, what we don't like and all that stuff. No, I mean, you are absolutely right. Nobody wants to say that they talk about sex and nobody wants to like be the ones to bring it up, of course. But I, I still would say that culture does play a part in it, but I totally get what you're saying. Like, it, I agree. We, all, we all have to encourage our partner and encourage ourselves to open up about sex, no matter where we're from. But maybe there's a good way to do it that depends on the person, you know, being able to how to have that conversation with one person is going to be different from how to have it with a different person, you know, to, to help, to help them open up and feel safe. You know, I think that's where I would say the culture yes. part comes into it. Yeah. But let's talk yeah, about, so cause we've we kind of strayed off a little bit from the, the main topic of the, of the, of the conversation is like how to set boundaries boundary in, and kinky in a kinky set. situation, you know? So if you're like in a situation where let's say you're having sex with somebody, it's getting a bit rough, you're okay with that. But there's some things that you're not okay with. How do you, in the middle of 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 sex, how do you how do you kind of bring that up? How do you set set that boundary if you're already having sex? Yeah, and and these boundaries things happen from like the beginning of the engagement all the way through. You know, like yeah, exactly. People, yeah. I get this. I get these questions all the time, which like my eyes are going holy shit this is what women are putting up with out there mm. you know like i have people saying to me like yeah well you know he came over drunk i even told him not to come over but he came over anyway well first of all why did you even open the door and let him in if that's the case right yeah. and then it's like but he pushed his way in i'm like well first of all why didn't you call the police or or you know step out and just said you know what i'm sorry i don't engage in things like this you are not conscious you're not here with me you're drunk and then they allowed this to escalate and and the thing is i think what happened too is we watch this in movies and Hollywoods and shit and then we think that that's romance that's mm. hot and it's mm. like it is not hot it is the setting for rape and assault right so so it from the very beginning is this person coming to me in full capacity or is he or she half drunk already 
am I coming to this in full capacity or am I drunk? And did I need to get drunk in order to do whatever I want? I, I, this is something that is so prevalent. This is cross-cultural cat everywhere. Like mm. people are getting this memo that said, in order to have hot sex, you should get drunk first. That's horrible. So yeah. that'll be number one. Don't freaking do that. <laughs> Definitely am. I don't. I think also I know, being drunk I know, makes I, you makes you numb as well. Like, so I personally don't feel anything yeah. when I'm drunk. Like, yeah, definitely. You don't feel anything when you're drunk. You don't have your boundaries. You don't have your limits. Now you're just setting yourself up to being done to, and then he's drunk or she's drunk that's doing it onto you. It's all disgusting and it smells bad too. It's <laughs> just kind of like, oh, that does not turn me yeah, on at that's all. True. You know? But I know like I'm speaking Greek because that's not how it is, right, Maya? How it is is people get drunk. Hey, let's party. Let's go get something to drink. And then you get, we get it on because we have so much shame around our sexuality and our desires. What do you think well, about this, I... Maya? I mean, I think that's very true. More, not as much for me. Like, I don't need to be intoxicated or anything for that. Um, but I definitely know that a lot of other people do. And it's it's just a big, and I, yeah, I don't think they realize it. It's just because they're shame and they're not comfortable with themselves and they don't know how else to feel comfortable enough to, yeah, be with someone and have sex or whatever. But yeah, no, you have a point. That's definitely a big thing. Not really for yeah. me, though. <laughs> I know. So that's I weird, isn't I it? I don't know what to say about I don't know. that. I feel like it's more men that have this issue. Like, I mean, some women, of course, drink as well. But I think generally men use the alcohol as like, the confidence to make the move or to be the aggressor in the situation, which is, again, like our social cult, like our socialization of like sex gender norms is like, Oh, well, the man has to be the one making the move. So, you know, if you're a guy that has like lack of self-confidence, which almost everybody does, then it's like, yeah, you're you're naturally going to use alcohol as this thing that's socialized again. It's just the whole system is like messed up, you know? And it's so disgusting. Yeah, and all the, all the advertisement, all the advertisement, you know, they make it look so hot. You know, the guys with the drink, with the ice cube pinning around, and the women's all sexy and slinky. And, you yeah, know, yeah. like, that's bullshit, people. <laughs> Don't buy into that shit, right? So, anyway, so there's that. Oh, God, I remember my my sweetheart who first met me, you know, and he's used to women who need to get drunk to do things. And, and he, come, he came... We had a date night and he came with like a big old coolers of all sorts of alcohol wow. and drinks. And really? I'm like, ah, you are with the wrong woman. Because if I take one, uh, maybe like one drink, I'm done for the night. I'm sleeping. I don't, sleep. but if, <laughs> I don't need any drug. I don't need any alcohol to get on the table and just put it off and go play, you know. So so anyway, I, it, it took us a while to get past that, that that training you know it's like no i don't i don't need alcohol to lose enough just lose enough because you have access okay aside from that so what else <laughs> so and then and then you get into this situation and back to cat's question which is so now you're in the middle of do, doing it and it's not working for you what do you do that's a tough option one mm. option two pray that it 
where we will end soon. <laughs> Pretty much. Watch and see. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, it just makes me so sad that us women or those with vagina, well, I'm sure this happens to those with assholes too, <laughs> that we just grunt and bear it and we take it and we don't speak up. And it's so important to speak up, to yeah. say, no, mm. that hurts. No, that doesn't work for me. And then to, to have your no be heard. Absolutely. Yeah, something I read recently when I was, I was doing a boundaries class was like, when you set a boundary, what's so important is to have a repercussion for if, if it's not, um, if it's crossed. Because there's no point in saying, hey, this is my boundary, if you don't give some reason for them not to cross it. And then the second thing that's super hard for us to do is if they do cross it, you have to stick up to what you said you would do. So if you say to somebody, hey, if you do this, then that's it. I'm not going to talk to you again. And then if they do it, then you have to just not talk to them again. Otherwise, they will see this as a weakness and see, well, there's no point in doing what she says because she's not going to stick to what she said would happen. And I know that's so hard because we like the person. We, we don't want it to be the case. But... Once you do that, you've, you've lost your own credibility in the situation. So it's like so important to, it's hard. I hate that people push those boundaries, but they do. If somebody's pushing it, it's just well, it's, not worth the effort. It's hard because it's hard because we're afraid of losing. We're That's afraid of losing happen, that yeah. person. We're afraid of losing that attention. We're afraid of coming across like we're hard or we're mean or we're not fun. Be with, or, yeah. and they will project their resistance onto us, and they will do stupid things to, or say stupid things to to not take responsibility. But somewhere in here, we have to know our own core, who we are, and what we're about, and respect ourselves. If you don't respect yourself, no one will. People will yeah. walk all over you, everywhere at work in the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the living room, I don't care, in the classroom, it doesn't matter, right? So that's number one is to respect yourself. And again, I'm just blown away at how, when it comes to intimacy and personal relationship, it's so, we're so quick to throw ourselves away, pining for that love and attention that we think is there, but it's not there. If they don't respect you, there is nothing there. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. I have a little I have a little fierceness today around this subject. <laughs> I guess I've been witnessing <laughs> too many women who have been abused and men too, actually, who've been who just take shit from from the other person yeah. and let themselves be so damaged and hurt emotionally and physically. And then they even like justify it in their head about oh well yeah, it wasn't. I, you know, now that you mm -hmm. mention it, maybe it was. I did have a moment where I thought, was that rape or was that just rough oh, sex? God. I'm like, yeah, if you have to ask, that, it God. is rape, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I think it's like it's really hard on the person to even accept and like acknowledge in themselves that what they went through was assault or was rape, like. I don't think we think about that you know we're like oh well ha come on if you if that happened to you just go to the police it's like actually for the person that's really difficult for them to to live with as well some people it's just easier just to pretend nothing happened so 
So I think we have to have like a lot of empathy for people in that situation because it's just we not do. fun, you know. That's it's why just a horrible I'm so place. Angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think. To, to be honest for, for me at least the root of, of like at least I think back to situations where I put myself or I said yes to things I didn't want to do or I let things happen was I just didn't have like um the confidence to be alone you know like you said like you're you're pining after this love and this attention from somebody that you literally will do anything for them you're like you're you're basically their pet you know like and I think for everybody, you just need to focus like on making yourself independent of, of somebody else's approval of somebody else's love. Because if you are searching for that, then you will you will get into situations like this and people will see that weakness and they will see it as like, oh, I can exploit this. So I think that that's the first thing that everybody has to do is just become OK by yourself. Yeah. Miss Maya, do you have something to say before I, I launch into another no, rant? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, um, so my marriage fell apart when I was 39, and then from 40 to 43, I, I, I went through this phase where I really let myself, I consciously let myself explore and experience as many men as possible. So I call it my 33 men in three years, like, you know, and my PhD program. And I literally had to train myself with every engagement to overcome something inside me. Like like the first, you know, just going out to dinner or going or you know, or to even learn to say, I would like to be taken out to dinner. I would I found it so difficult to do. I felt so so like who am I to say something? Oh, what if we say no? Blah blah blah. Like my my level of confidence was was shit, right? And and Every and so I each engagement I would walk away. I would try to practice something that is really uncomfortable to me, like saying no or just even saying no. I really don't like that. And then you know the date ended, and because I didn't like that, right? So I walked away. But instead of feeling sad that the date ended and nothing went came out of it, I actually was so proud of myself. Oh, getting the words out, like no that's okay that's not that's not what i'm into thank you but no thank you <sighs> you know <laughs> so i would like be walking to my car going oh yeah but you got it you yeah you said that you practiced <laughs> that you mm. took back your power there and i had to train myself to learn to build my confidence and learn to speak up for myself every you know as it escalated so that <sighs> I can now be here, be fierce about this and going, no, you can do it. If I could do it, you can do it, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. How about you? When, when, when did you feel empowered when you had a sexual encounter or a date that you walk away feeling empowered versus walking away going, oh, I wonder how that went for him. Is he going to call me? You know, what's going to happen next? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. What about you, Maya? Anything comes to mind? <laughs> uh, most of the time, most of the time, I'm never, well, I don't think I'm never, but most of the time I'm not really worried about whether they enjoyed it or not or if they had a good time because it's like they did and they, they finished, but I didn't. So I'm like, great, so now what do I do? Like, do I... Cause you know it's 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 also like 
I've already invested the time and then the energy in it, and they did too. So it's like, do I just stop it now? And I, like, I guess we got along. He does buy me dinner, like, mm. ooh, stuff like that. Where I'm like, uh, I didn't really enjoy it that much, but like, what now? Or like, how do I say that I didn't enjoy it? Or how do I? Eh. Yeah, that's like more my. That's so uh, experience. Yeah, yeah. Try it. You might like it. You know. I'm glad that you came and you mm. looked like you had a good time. I didn't. And yeah. Know, like, yeah, I like that. Gonna... It's like changing the, um, changing the, the focus of your, like, of your energy. Like, you know, often we're like going into situations trying to get the person to like us. That's just what, like, for me, I was a big people pleaser. So I would get my, my dopamine release from when they like me, right? And if I change my focus from being liked to, oh my God, I really want to feel powerful. I want to feel strong in myself and doing things that make me feel that way instead of like, you know, it's just reshifting what's my focus in life. And and I love the way you said that, that you walked away thinking, oh, yes, I felt so good, you know? I yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, totally it, it hasn't that. been that way, you know, like there's been, there's been many one way that my head kicked down and kind of go, shit, I'm too old for this shit, you know? God, mm, you know, like, mm-hmm. whoa, that was kind of dicey, you know? Oh, that was gross or whatever, right? And then yeah. finally, when I get to the time where I remember walking away mm. from this this engagement in San Francisco and I walked to my car and there's all these happening and I just felt 10 feet tall and I'm only five feet, but I felt 10 feet tall and I was like, oh, that was great. I walked away. I didn't need anybody's phone number. I got satisfied and I felt powerful. I didn't compromise anything. Like to have an evening where I didn't compromise any part of myself was so amazing, right? And then it's like, yeah, I I now own this, own this sexuality, own this body, own this brain. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, but uh, that reminds me, Everybody that comes to me to to work on their relationship, they always say, well, help me find the one or help me keep the one. And I really believe that when we are out there dating, we're not dating to find the one. You should be dating to find yourself. Like with every engagement that you enter, you discover another thing about yourself, what you like, what you don't like, where you compromise yourself, where you took your power back. That should be what's powerful and if that's your frame of mind hell girlfriend you will always have a great experience because you will always be learning something about yourself and you're like grabbing gold and nuggets and diamonds you're you're collecting that about yourself instead of instead of you know uh is he gonna call me was that Mm -hmm. was i cute you know did he like me oh my god when is he gonna call me yeah yeah stop giving yourself away <laughs> give like keep learning about yourself like you said absolutely it's so true because you can give away so much energy and then if you don't get anything back from it that's when you feel drained and that's when you just like lose yes. yourself you know yeah and the, that word yeah. is so powerful cat give away <clears throat> you should do one of your memes on how and how many ways do we give ourselves away right you give mm-hmm. away by, by not saying yes or no clearly you give yourself away by allowing someone to enter your body and you don't have consent that yeah. is a huge giveaway this is sacred place and 
it's amazing how we are not trained to see it as a sacred place. We're trained to see it as a dirty, smelly place. You know, it's like, no, this is sacred. Yeah, that's so true. Rawr. I know we need yeah, to get this raw. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, but let's talk more about kings. Just a little bit more about king. Because it's so much fun. Everybody wants king. Right? <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> king position? I don't really have one. I mean, like, I, the t traditional kings, I'm not into so much myself, but I like, I still classify as king just because what? I like things that outside of the norm. King? Like, you know, when people talk about kink that they don't know so much about, they just think BDSM, they think, you know, like choking, they think like tying somebody up or whatever. For me, I'm more that's into like, normal. well, that's technically kink. It's like kink is basically <laughs> anything outside of the, the norm, which of course now is, is also inclusive of these things. But I mean, for me, I like doing it in unusual places. I like unusual situations, like, which is technically a kink because it's not in the norm. But I think, you know, it's, it's yeah. open. Uh, yeah. How about you, Ms. Maya? Oh, well, if, I mean, if you define a kink like that, then I guess. But I just always thought of kink as, like, way more extreme. Like, you have to be into some, like, weird shit to have a kink, you know, like. No, it doesn't have to be so Like, extreme. I need to smell cheese while I'm doing it. I don't know. Just something, something weird. But, um. What was the question? Do I have one? What's your favorite kink, kink, kinky things? Well, see, like, I thought that, like, tying up and choking and blah, 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 stuff like that, I thought that was, like, normal. Like, by now, I'm like, doesn't everyone do that? Isn't everyone into that? That's why when I start, like, doing stuff with a guy and they don't do any of that stuff, I'm like, what is this? This isn't even, like, sex. Like, and then I ask them to, they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, this is new to you? Like, what? I thought everyone does this. I thought this is normal. Like, I thought everyone was into this. Like, uh, okay, so I guess that's mine. But it's not even, like, that much. Like, I, I want to explore more into, like, what other things, you know? Like, because I always thought that that was normal. So I guess it's not. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, it's both, right? Our desire for for more than just missionary style sex is normal. However, in society, they have to put a label so that they can see where the boundary is, where, where the line is. Like, you know, when you just like, when you like sex with the lights off <laughs> and the guy mm -hmm. on top or you on top, and maybe if you're adventurous, you try doggy style and, you know, but don't touch the anus and, you know, all that stuff. That's the normal <laughs> Like, that's, that's boring. <laughs> uh, it is. That's why the marriages point? fell what's apart. The point of that? That's why relationships fell apart, right? So, so that that is um, that is what we call vanilla sex. And everybody drown in vanilla sex because you know vanilla ice cream mountain. And anyway, so so what <laughs> what? <laughs> lucky for you, <laughs> you have a mom who like encourage you <laughs> with these things, and and um. Uh, and and you have attracted into your life. I have been very quite amazed to see the partner that you have attracted into your life to 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 learn with you. It's like mm -hmm. yeah. So 
So I definitely, that's why, you know, when, when you come on, you should write Miss Maya instead of Maya, because you're much more than Maya. There's a part of you that is really mature about sexuality and relationship that we want to honor. So, so it's like, yeah, you want to experience more sensation play. So let's not call it kink, mm. but let's call it sensation play. So kink is really exploring sensation, right? Pain, pleasure, heat, cold, sharpness, dullness, you know, excitement, thrills, and or even um, suffocation so that you can fall into a deep state of, of calm and quietness so there's a whole beautiful world of kink that is so misunderstood out there um and it's designed what uh, what's in there is is this depth of human exploration to learn about ourselves and to disconnect from this mind that says oh sorry cat uh, coming coming <laughs> oh i don't see cat here crap I thought she was on knocking to come in. Anyway, um, so this whole world of exploration to help us discover our own pleasure, because it's okay if you like feet, if that turns you on. It doesn't turn me on, but it turns some people on. <laughs> and <Yeah>. sometimes, <laughs> um, you know, it's okay. It's okay to have different sensations uh, if you like pain or like, Personally, for me, I like it when when I'm on top and my partner put his hand around my neck so I can feel the sensation of being choked. There's there's a, an opening right there that he can put a lot of pressure, and yet I can still breathe, but I feel held there, mm -hmm. and it feels great. And I can really lean into it, and I could ride him. It's so awesome, and that could be seen as kinky or scary to people, but because he knows my body i know my body i know when when it's dangerous and when it feels good to me i highly ex recommend we all explore different things some people like their nipples pinched really hard as they come it adds to it for them i'm okay about that yeah. you know sometimes it's good <laughs> if the guy really knows and if i'm really um if i'm really relaxed and 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 feeling good, but if you just come right in and pinch them, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> so warming up the areas is also very important, people. Warming up the area, right. don't just go right in there. So part of the boundaries making is telling them how you like your areas warmed up. Like I mm -hmm. like to start the whole play with playing with my clitoris and just get me wet, wet. Now we have playground to slip and slide in, you know, it's fun. But mm -hmm. if we just go into like me sucking him and all this stuff and I'm completely yeah. dry, it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. How about you guys? What's your favorite kink position or, or something that feels pleasurable to you? I, I changed the word kink to sensational play, sensation play. Um, to be honest, um, yeah, I don't know. I I like. I, I'm a simple person. I like, I like fingering. I like 
penetration I'm actually I don't have so many specific things I like it really depends on the person and the connection I have at the moment um so I wouldn't I don't have specific things like oh touch me here and I'm good I'm just I don't really have that personally but maybe in maybe when I'm older I will like discover more of these things but as I am at the moment yeah I don't have anything particular uh for me definitely choking is a big thing and then I love like biting like <laughs> being bit like everywhere and like pretty hard <laughs> like yeah like neck or like thighs or any pretty much anywhere so like for me I think yeah. the big one like I'm a big like pain person because for me when I'm in the moment and I'm actually enjoying it like I don't really feel pain so it's like yeah so I like it I like it really intense and so much that like most people that I've been with if I ask for them to do it like they'll do it but it's like I can't even feel it feels like you're tickling me like come on a little more a little more and they're like I'm gonna hurt you like they get scared and then they're like and I'm like oh my god okay might as well just not even do this because you can't handle (laughs) it but yeah i like pain and it's not even Mm. that painful for me because it doesn't it doesn't really feel like pain it's more just like yeah like a sensation like oh it it's something like i'm actually able to like feel something when it's painful if that makes sense yeah so yeah it does and and that's why people explore these areas, you know, it's like there's a, a whole doorway into pain that is so peaceful, actually. It's not, it's not violent. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. horrible. It's actually, it's very pleasurable and very peaceful and people find peace in that or yeah. deprivation or whatever, you know, or even shaming. Like some people really are into being shamed. I, I'm not. there's a complete turn off but some people really really just just feel so loved when they are role-playing that you know when they're in that Mm. position and and one more things and then we 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 should wrap up and go is that you know a lot um traditionally what has been that i was surprised to learn is like people who are in very uh, prominent places people are in power in normal everyday life you know like CEOs and all the stuff that have to make lots of decisions in a day, they have a secret life that they work with a dominatrix or a dom so that they can mm-hmm. surrender, so that they can be told what to do, so that they can have somebody impose things onto them, so that they can undo the daily responsibility that they have. Isn't that so fascinating? I'm just like, I was blown yeah. away learning that. It's like, oh, yeah. wow. And it's, it's, it's create a balance for them. So, mm-hmm. so there's nothing wrong with your desire and you wanting more of whatever it is. We highly recommend it and create a safe container for you to play in, negotiate well with your partner. What else should we add to this mm-hmm. list, Kat and Maya, so that, you know, they have a great time. Yeah, just know, know what you want beforehand, what your limits are. Yes and um yeah just take time to learn about yourself especially when you're going to go into kink or anything where there's safety you know risk there's always risks but uh, especially things like maybe being tied up choking anything you know you need to know what you're doing before you get into it so learn about it first definitely 
Yes. And and ask the person who are doing it for you, not to you. That's the other thing that people get mixed up, right? They think that rough sex is him doing it to me. That means mm. I have to take it. No, that's bad sex. That's not rough sex. That's not good sex. That's not kink. That's not that's just bad sex, right? Whenever right. something happens, it's for you. Mm. It's for you. So if he's going to roughly insert himself into you, it's for your pleasure. If you're not getting pleasure, he's not doing yeah, it right. You so need true. to stop, right? Yeah. Any last word, Miss Maya? Well, I think it's something that we all can work on, but you know, it's just having respect for yourself and and being able to speak up no matter how uncomfortable it seems or how much like oh they're not gonna like me for this or oh i'm gonna kill the mood like i mean that's something that i need to work on and so i i mean i know everyone else needs to work on it too and it's a really hard one do right it really is so hard to say i don't like that please adjust but once you get over that then it's easy I think so. Yeah, you can run to your car and shout, yay, like you did. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, sign of good sex is when you walk away feeling powerful instead of feeling Mm -hmm. like, what just happened there? That means you let something that happen, and that's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay anymore. Yeah. Not that you did anything bad or wrong, but it's just not okay to keep repeating that kind of pattern to yourself. That's so painful. All right. This is Maeve with Coach signing off. I am fiercely protecting women and men from being abused by each other, especially (laughs) in the bedroom. That is just crazy making. (laughs) And you, Miss Maya? Um, Yeah, I don't know what to say. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Have be safe. Have fun. uh, Love yourself. Just yeah. be safe, have fun, and love yourself. It's beautiful. How about you, Kat? Absolutely. And I'm Kat from We Are Ungirls. <laughs> and yeah, explore yourself, explore sex, but yeah, do it with some boundaries. Uh, you'll be good. All right. Thanks, guys. You can find Kat on Instagram at We Are Ungirls. She has fabulous information up there every day. And it's just a whole library of amazing education pieces for Thank everyone. You. So I love, love, out, love, love. Check Kat out me well. on Instagram too now. Bold, brave woman, right? <laughs> I'm learning. Kat is teaching me how to like create this body. I have so much information it's just not on Instagram, but it's getting on there. So I'm excited yeah, about that. Well. Thank you, and Kat. Donate, if you like what you're doing, buy me a coffee or buy us a coffee. Um, yeah, it's just a few, few, few dollars and it supports everything <laughs> that we do. So. I, love, I love Kat's face. Kat's like, culturally, we don't ask for money like the Americans. So I will take the front this time. It's like, if you like this, support us thank you Kat for asking for that I love it so um, please do support us share like comments follow us Uh, this is broadcast on YouTube on Spotify and uh, on Facebook and yes Kat was saying is that if you love us and want to support us buy us a cup of coffee and um, I have the link in the thing it's buy me a coffee at Mayru Coach.
that's my name right there that goes to our account. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And I look forward to the next conversation. Bye. 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 -bye.